0: Hello and welcome to the herb Mama Radio. Join in on a lively conversation about all things herbal with me, your host herbalist and health educator, Jessica Thomas. Dive into a deeper understanding of empowered herbal living by infusing the science and traditional wisdom of plant allies into your healing journey. If you're herb curious and looking for sound guidance on how to transform your health using the healing power of botanicals, tune in each week as I share practical tips for topics like Herbal medicine making and recipes, foraging and wildcrafting, and herbs for common concerns. Listen in and learn to trust nature's wisdom, science's latest findings, and your own inner healing voice. Hello beautiful herb people and welcome to the Herb Mama Radio, the show where we chat about all things herbal. I'm so excited to be with you today and share the second show in a series of episodes I've dedicated to addressing holistic herbal methods of managing stress and the many side effects it has on our mental and physical well-being. In this episode, I'll chat about how a powerful, productive day really begins the night before, the connection between sleep and stress, along with my favorite herbal allies for restoring healthy sleep cycles. So be sure to stick around to the end where I'll give a relaxing herbal recipe you can use to get a better night's sleep tonight. Last night, I was binging on my favorite podcast, Hindsight. Hinds is an awesome listen for elevating your vibe. If you haven't, you should check him out. So while I'm binging on Hinds and catching up on some chores, including scripting this podcast, I heard something so obvious it was profound, and that was a good day begins with a great night. The irony of writing my own podcast about the importance of sleep in the late night hours while listening to a podcast reminding me t- that my success tomorrow actually depends on my rest tonight was not lost on me. Maybe you can relate? I'm guessing you probably can, because it's estimated that about 30% or more of adults report some level of insomnia. And I get it, there just aren't enough hours in the day. And I all of those to-dos stack up, and the first domino to fall is oftentimes sleep. Sleep might well be the greatest casualty of modern life, and my friend, I am here to tell you it is a price you can't afford to pay. The the stress-sleep connection is well established in modern medicine and herbal wisdom. Traditional Chinese medicine calls rest a yin tonic, And Western herbal medicine considers sleep one of nature's greatest healers, along with exercise, fresh air, clean water, healthful foods, and sunshine. It's no secret that stress can sabotage sleep, but the actual cost of sleep debt on our mental and physical well-being is often dismissed and overlooked. Many of us are racking up sleep debts as though we have no spending limits. Clients often come to me suffering from a myriad of seemingly unrelated symptoms when in reality those dominoes began to fall years ago with high levels of stress and lack of sleep. Sleep problems are so intimately intertwined with stress that without help you can find yourself trapped in a never-ending cycle of stress that triggers poor sleep and feeling awful. The stress hormones primarily in the form of cortisol are supposed to Increase in the morning during our waking hours and decrease after dark. Physical, mental, and other forms of stress like blue light from devices and collective stress like COVID cause cortisol and stress hormones to creep up, which results in delayed or inadequate rest. Lack of rest during the normal night hours further compounds cortisol output, decreasing our threshold for stress and increasing our sensitivity to it. This negative feedback loop has many of us living life foggy and irritable and unfocused, like a toddler without a nap. Equally as frustrating is the toll lack of sleep takes on our immunity. A robust immune response requires us to be well-rested. There are many studies reflecting a significant drop in resistance to infection after sleepless nights. Chronic stress and lack of sleep has also been blamed for systemic inflammation that plays a role in many other disease processes, including painful conditions and autoimmune disorders. Sleep has also been connected to a number of serious chronic conditions like dementia, cardiovascular disease, and obesity. So now that you know that sleep is so important, you might be wondering exactly how much sleep you should be getting. Sleep studies cite seven to nine hours as the sweet spot, and I know many of you are going to say, I do just fine on five to six hours of sleep, but research is saying your body is telling a different story. If you're only getting five hours of sleep regularly, your body is most likely just learned to cope with that, but you're still experiencing a chronic level of stress with elevated stress hormones and all of the health risks that are associated with inadequate sleep and rest. So to determine if you're really getting enough quality sleep, ask yourself this. Do you find yourself waking up feeling sluggish? Are you tanked by mid-afternoon? Maybe you're the wired but tired type who burns the midnight oil only to find yourself having to push really hard just to keep up the following day. I know I can relate to that. Perhaps you have no trouble falling asleep and staying asleep, but you feel just foggy and fatigued. Poor sleep can show up in a variety of ways, ranging from obvious insomnia and frequent waking to just generally feeling like crap. So what can you do about it? Well, sleep hygiene is the first step, and many of you have probably heard quite a bit about that. These are the common things like keeping a regular sleep schedule, putting devices away at least an hour before bedtime. I also like to take the extra step of turning my devices to the nighttime mode after dusk. Food is another important factor As eating less than two hours before bed can keep you up digesting and it can trigger reflux and GERD. Also take care to address pain. If you have a chronic pain condition, that can keep you up too. Herbal allies I found most helpful for getting a good night's sleep are sedative and nervines like passionflower, skullcap, and hops to help me get to sleep, along with adaptogens like ashwagandha and reishi to help me bring those stress hormones back into balance. One of grandma's go-to sleep helpers was hops or humulus lupulus. Hops is best known as a bittering agent and beer brewing And while grandma did enjoy a good microbrew, her favorite way to use hops was for sleep as a tea or as a tincture. The sudorific, skunky quality of hops hints to its ability to help you relax and may ease mild anxiousness too. That's a real herbal term, sudorific, by the way. And that smell, kind of like that skunky smell that you smell in catnip, is one of the things that helps us know what kind of action it'll have in our body. The resin that it exudes from hops contains a compound that may increase the neurotransmitter GABA, and GABA is involved in downregulating the stress response and inducing sleep. Fresh hops tincture may even be indicated for those with pain that keeps them awake or pain that causes breaks in sleep. It's important to note that the amount of hops in beer is not enough to restore sleep, so you can't just have a beer But that alcohol can be very disruptive to a healthy sleep cycle, and it also is inflammatory and can aggravate pain. So it's generally recommended to hold off on adult beverages entirely until you've reset your system. I like to add hops to my custom crafted herb dream pillows. To make those, I just add a few small handfuls of relaxing herbs like hops or lavender or catnip and put them in a small cloth pouch or a large muslin bag. I tuck those little dream pillows inside my re- regular pillowcase for a bedtime aromatic treat. Dream pillows can be used for cranky getting restless kids too, and they make excellent gifts. Another botanical worth exploring for sleep is passionflower. Passionflower is employed for its relaxing, sleep-producing properties. Passionflower, or Passiflora incarnata, is easily identified with its showy pink fuchsia to purple flowers. This finding beauty not only knocks out anxiousness and nervous feelings, it also aids in initiating restful sleep. A double-blind study found low-dose passionflower tea to measurably increase the quality of sleep when compared with placebos. In my own experience, passionflower tea and tinctures are excellent additions to any bedtime routine. Some herbalists even suggest that anyone with disrupted vivid dreams should avoid passion flower as it could exacerbate lucid dreaming. I do experience lucid dreaming commonly without any herbal helpers, but I have not personally experienced passionflower exacerbating it. I do feel skullcap may increase my vivid dreaming, but that's something to keep in mind because for some people that can be a very unpleasant experience. Now, like passionflower, skullcap or scutellaria latifolia is another bitter nervine often used for improving rest. Skullcap along with its relaxing relatives from the lamaceae mint family, like motherwort and catnip, can really help the body and mind let go of tension from stress and find sleep more attainable. Seven Sevensong calls Skullcap a gateway herb for its effectiveness and describes it as an important herb for general pain conditions, as it doesn't result in the mental fog that interferes with your ability to complete daily tasks and activities like some other pain helpers do. Skullcap could be a good fit for anyone whose pain or internal dialogue of worry is keeping them up all night. You can add a pinch of skullcap to your tea or try a tincture. Now that you've got some herbs on board for helping instigate sound sleep, you want to consider a long-term strategy for managing your stress levels. This is a crucial step that many people miss. Ashwagandha, or withania somnifera, is a warming, dry, mildly bitter, relaxing adaptogen that helps restore sound sleep patterns. Researchers are unsure of exactly how this Ayurvedic herb works, but we know it acts on GABA receptors, and that accounts for its effectiveness. However, Participants really do report a significant improvement in their quality of sleep and the length of sleep after only a few weeks of taking ashwagandha. Another great adaptogen that can help with sleep is reishi. Reishi Ganoderm lingzhi is a medicinal mushroom with adaptogenic properties that I've personally found helpful in improving sleep and lessening fatigue during the day. As a revered chi tonic, in traditional Chinese medicine, reishi quiets the nervous system, it modulates immunity, supports gut health, protects the brain, and helps restore sleep. In my own relationship with reishi, I began taking it after diving into the world of medicinal mycelium as a means of, of tackling my own chronic Lyme symptoms. After about three weeks of taking reishi daily, I began to notice I was sleeping through the night and generally feeling like I had more vitality in the morning. I didn't really connect these two until I ran out of reishi and my Lyme insomnia cycles returned, which if you've ever experienced that or have any friends or family that have, you know how wicked that can be. You might have a completely different experience with reishi or any of the other herbs that I've mentioned, but for me, it turned out to be just the thing that I needed. I prefer to use the powder and I like to add reishi and ashwagandha to make a tasty potent adaptogenic latte. You can also opt for tinctures or capsules if you prefer. The most important thing to remember is to follow up your sleepy time herbs like hops, passionflower, and skullcap with some stress care strategies and adaptogens like the ashwagandha or reishi so you're improving your overall well-being. Now let's get to that herbal sleep recipe I promised to help you get rested tonight for a happy, healthy, productive tomorrow. In this sleepy time tea, you're going to use a quarter of a tablespoon of catnip, a quarter tablespoon of passion flour, a quarter tablespoon of skullcap, and a quarter tablespoon of lemon balm. Add all of those herbs to very hot, but not boiling water. So that'll be one cup of very hot water and steep it for 10 to 15 minutes. Strain and sip about an hour before bedtime. Now, this particular recipe is not appropriate when pregnant. So you'll have to use a different strategy if you're having sleep issues then. You can complement this tea with either reishi or ashwagandha daily for a few weeks to help your sleep cycles get back to their normal state. Before I go, I want to make a special mention of two commonly used sleep aids, melatonin and cannabis. Melatonin can be a good tool for some, and I recently learned that lower doses seem to be enough to restore sleep. Also, be sure to take it at the same exact time each night, or you risk giving yourself a sort of jet lag type feeling the next day. And as for cannabis, I do plan on making an entire episode dedicated to that. But for those of you who choose to partake, just keep in mind that, as with all things, it can have some unwanted effects, including long term disruption in sleep cycles. And remember, many of the herbs mentioned today are contradicted during pregnancy, and none should be used in conjunction with other sleep inducing products or medications. Well, I'm wishing you all a restful, restorative sleep tonight for a happy, healthy, productive, powerful day tomorrow. Tune in next week as I chat about stimulating versus soothing herbal helpers for stress. Adaptogen herbs exist on a spectrum ranging from stimulating to soothing, and we're going to suss out which of those herbs are which and how to recognize the signs you might want to reach for one over the other. Thanks for listening. If this episode resonated with you, you can preserve the herbal tradition and build our herbal community by subscribing and sharing The Herb Mama Radio. Find me, The Herb Mama, on Instagram and soon TikTok. You can shop and donate at The Mama on coffee.com. That's C-O-F-I dot com. Is there an herbal topic you think would make a great episode? Drop a comment below and I'll create an episode just for you. Remember, all information shared is for entertainment purposes only and is not meant to diagnose or prescribe. Please contact your healthcare professional before making any changes to your healthcare routine. Extra caution is advised for lactating, pregnant people, or those taking medications. Remember to forage responsibly and safely.